You're listening to Menopod. I'm Mary Kennedy. And I'm Sue Merlino. Hey, Mary. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. So today's show is going to be pretty fun because I know this person personally. Hmm. So when we do the intro, people will be like, of course. Um, But we're going to talk about spirituality uh, and being, are you, can you be spiritually fit and emotionally fit at the same time? And we posted it on the Midlife Mood Swing on uh, the Facebook And a lot of people kind of were baffled. They didn't know that you could be emotionally fit and spiritually fit at the same time and also physically fit. So uh, everybody, uh, Paul Jasek is in studio with us today. Paul, 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 yes. Who is an actor who was trained at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Uh, He also played uh, Betty White, the late Betty White's grandson and off the rockers on NBC. Also was a writer for Joan Rivers and How'd You Get So Rich and uh, is in Kevin Hart's What the Fit as a tarot reader. So today we're going to talk about tarot. Uh, And he just finished a run off, off, off Broadway because it was in Los Angeles. uh, Los Angeles. Way off Broadway. Way off Broadway. Uh, He finished a run as Gregory in the LA premiere of Love, Valor, Compassion. Everybody put your hands together for my friend, Paul Jason. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. What a pleasure to be with you today. So, Paul, you know, you know what our show's about. We we help uh, ladies going through menopause, and and also what's so great is you know we talk about the aging process. And I have to say that you've aged gracefully, don't you think, Sue? He's oh, absolutely yes, he has. He's a great role model. I've decomposed as naturally as possible. (laughs) So, what's your secret, Paul? How, what do you feel about aging? Well, since it's inevitable and since it's the natural flow of living, uh, I don't see any reason to rail against it, mm. you know, especially from the um, aspect when we when you were talking about spirituality and emotionally, there is a maturation process that needs to happen. I frequently say, you know, this collision between puberty and menopause is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> And you see it a lot, you know, uh, generally, and this is a thumbnail sketch. And I love the idea of how, how can we help and teach people to go through, it's not even midlife. It's now, well, you know, I thought that the other day when my doctor said, well, you know, as, as you approach your senior years mm. and I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> and then I thought, well, I'm 63 years old. So if this is midlife, then I would live to 120. Well, mm. I don't think that's happening. Um, especially since this, what this body's been through, but so there is the aging process, but I didn't realize how in control individuals are about their aging process. It seems too big for many people. So they just let it like roll over the top of them, like uh, a wagon wheel. And Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily true. Mary and I had the great good fortune to interview Dorothy Dale Kloss, who is the world's oldest living working showgirl. And she's still dancing and tapping it out at 96 in Palm Springs. Wow. So, and you know, she frequently says, oh, it's just a number. It's a mindset, sounds like. Yeah. I mean, she taught Bob Fosse how to tap. And Mary Kennedy and me. And Mary, well, and Mary Kennedy. And and the thing with that is, you know, she said, she got to an age when she realized her body. Well, when she came to visit with Mary and I, they were running a little bit late. 
And I said, oh my gosh, traffic was bad. She said, yeah, I had class. I said, oh, you still go to class? She fixed an eye on me and she said, honey, I still teach class. She still teaches two two-hour classes a week in Palm Springs Tap. Wow, interesting. So yeah, there's no stopping you. The only thing that's stopping you is yourself, basically. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and so, you know, Paul, you actually went through, I wouldn't, I, you know, Paul and I talk about midlife crisis all the time. Every day sometimes can be a midlife crisis, but you made a major change in your life. You changed where you lived, you changed mm. careers. Uh, he's a wildly successful actor and comic, but we all sort of have that gig that we have, you know, like I teach, you know, um, tell, tell our uh, wonderful listeners kind of the, and you did this all in the pandemic. It's not like you didn't pick an easy time to do this. This was like in the middle of like, you know, everything you moved and uh, changed your life. So tell us a little bit about that. And then we'll get into the, our topic. Well, I'd lived in Hollywood for uh, well over or almost 30 years. And right in the crotch of entertainment, right there at Hollywood in La Brea. The crotch. The crotch of something. <laughs> uh, three blocks west of the Chinese theater. And uh, during the, the civil unrest, when in the middle of the pandemic, the unrest, uh, there were 100,000 people on Hollywood Boulevard in a protest around um, the Black Lives Matter issue. And I had, I had never experienced a flash grenade going off over. I lived on the third floor. I had a beautiful apartment, two bedroom, two bath apartment looking into the hills and was quite comfortable. I'd lived in that apartment for 26 years. Uh, and then I'd never experienced the roar and the enormity of 100,000 people under my balcony. And the ensuing chaos with the flash grenades, with the helicopter gunships, uh, I was terrified and uh, I decided it was probably time to get out of town. So I called, uh, my cousin lives in Seal Beach and he said, get out of there, get down here. I couldn't leave because there was a tank and military personnel uh, forcing us back into with machine guns. It was, you know, it was a duck and cover situation. And I thought, no, <laughs> we're not, no. The next morning I got up at 4.30 and I drove down to my cousin's house, which it's a different situation. You know, it was quiet. Uh, it was a lockdown. I made it in like, oh, 28 minutes from Hollywood to Seal Beach because no one was on the freeway. And I thought this is more attractive. And I thought it's time. I think it's time for a big change because if in fact, this is the end of the world, which I face, I say that to myself frequently, if this is the end of the world, what would you like to do for the next 45 minutes? I'm amused uh, by people who are also still caught in preparing. I know so many people that are preparing. Um, they're preparing to do something. Well, the time in the pre preparation room is up. This is it. Now, this is life because, you know, the planet, the time on the planet is very late. And that's not just a weird mm -hmm. prediction. Mm -hmm. It's just the momentum going on. So I decided, you know what, that's it. And somebody said, oh my goodness, have you given up on your dream? I said, I've, I've outdreamed my dream. Now it's time. I considered one time to going to Leisure World, which is a, a um, mm -hmm. community. You must be 55. They have uh, gates. It's a retirement community. And Mary and I actually visited a couple of times and it seemed to be such an interesting idea. And the last time I visited, you know, uh, 
the vibe was different. I thought, I don't necessarily want, you know, Jake across the street in his webbed lawn chair with his gun resting on his thighs, because uh, he's going to catch whoever's not putting the trash yeah. in correctly. I thought, oh no, I can't. <laughs> so I found this great little bungalow on the beach in Long Beach and I just moved, I just did. And I thought, are you making a big mistake? And I said, continually. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it is, here's the deal. It always turns out, it always does. It does somehow works out. Yeah, nice. Well, and you cultivated a tarot business Yes. online and mm-hmm. in person and you know and and we expanded our acting classes the biz studio and youth acting biz online i mean it you just you you changed you changed your life the way you know things sort of moved that way and so you know i think that that is something that i think i know our ladies who are going through menopause it's hard to see the sort of forest through the trees and I think this is empowering because you just said, okay, this is what's happening and you did it. I mean, Sue, you know, I just think it's empowering. I mean, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Like, why not take uh, the opportunities that are in front of you and, and run with them? Like, we'll be able to be able to use this platform, like we're using Zoom, but there's so many other um, online platforms to to launch something, do something, do it, just do it. What's, what's stopping you? Right. Yeah. The end of the world shouldn't stop anybody from, from reaching their <laughs> dreams. I don't, I don't know why you would hold back. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. And so um, today, guys, we're going to talk about a topic that we had on the thread every day we do, uh, Paul, because it's a ladies only. Uh, we, uh, and look at Sue's wearing her scarf on her head. Um, it's a ladies only group. Uh, sometimes Paul, Paul does do drag, so you could maybe pop in. Um, the, the topic was, uh, can you be spiritually fit and emotionally fit at the same time? And we had a lot of comics, uh, comics, no comments. We had a lot of comments, uh, comments from uh, our group. But I want you to talk a little bit about that, Paul, because you're in the business of spirituality, I guess, right? If you mm-hmm. can, you explain what tarot is for people who might not know. Uh, tarot is an ancient method of divination. I love that word, uh, divining or figuring out the future. There are 78 cards in tarot. They are broken into two categories, major and minor arcana. Major arcana are the arc of the human experience. Minor arcana, there are four suits. In fact, during the dark ages, people like me would have been burned at the stake. Mm. So they, uh, they dropped the major arcana and they made playing cards. Uh, the forest suit. In fact, I know many readers who do use playing cards. Just cards, um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like all 78. I don't want just 52. So, but within also the business, I've been in show business since I was five years old. And for me, the creation prospect of performance is the spiritual aspect of living. The same principles in the theater apply to life. Yeah. And so, so, you know, I, I, like my father, am a bit, was a bit of a cynic and I would kind of, Paul would say, well, let me pull a card for you. And I'd be like, um, I don't know. Uh, but I think that I've been working with Paul on this for a while. It does kind of, it does kind of connect you to something higher. So, you know, I would say I'm spiritual, which means I believe in something higher, something that's moving the earth. Um, but sometimes it's nice to get some signs <laughs> for tarot from the other side that I'm on the the right um, 
the right path, so to speak. So would you say that that when people come to you and you do tarot, what are they looking for? Why do they come to you? People come to me usually for three reasons, romance, finance, and hot pants. <laughs> Where's my money? Are they coming back? Is this the one? And I always say, well, it's the one in front of you. Let's practice on them. How about that? Um, so with, within that, it is, it is like an ancient GPS. It'll give you the options of today. So I have people who say, well, then if I, I have a reading tomorrow, is it gonna be the same cards? Well, it can't be, it's a different day. And this continual energy flow that we are in, you know, I am not an astrologer, but I work with enough of them. I feel like I work at Hogwarts. I mean, I work with past life regression therapists. I work with regular uh, MFT therapists. So we, we have this constant discussion about the creation process and about how people are doing it. And it's really important to know that, because uh, people will always say to me, I also, I, I get amused when people come in and play a game I call Fool the Psychic. You know, they'll go, I wanna know about love. Okay, well, tell me about what you think love is because you think it's outside of yourself. You are your own home entertainment unit. So if you're having a problem in your relationship, you don't have to look far, you're the problem. So Paul, if somebody comes to you, like sometimes when I'm having trouble making a decision, like my gut could be screaming at me, but I'm still in the gray. Do you see that when somebody sits down across the table? I from sure you? do. What do you see? Uh, well, because I work with all of these amazing people, I have been trained to look for the energy field around you. And, uh, and Sue was talking about awareness. When you become really aware, sometimes it's a little more than some people can handle. It's a little above their, their bandwidth, you know, to become so amazingly aware of everything. Then within that, you have to you use that awareness on a different scale. Within that awareness also, I have one client. She's a great client. We talk at least once a month. She's incredibly aware and terrified of moving. And so she asked me, well, really, what should it be? I said, are you asking? And she said, yes, I'm so miserable. I said, leave your husband, quit your job and move. And she went, I can't do that. I said, there we go. Yeah, she's stuck. She goes, can, can I have all of it? I said, well, that's where you are. So it is the courage to change that many it's people hard. pray for. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. And people but, don't want but, to make that, they don't yeah, want to make that journey because it's, it's, it's different than what they know. I have two uh, guys that come to me for tarot. Both of them are psychologists mm -hmm. and they're a couple, but they individually come to see me separately. And one guy is a complete mm -hmm. atheist. He doesn't want to believe in anything, but as he left, he goes, I have to do, I'm doing a hypno regression this afternoon. And I went, Gary, you do past life regression. He goes, oh yeah. I said, the stories you must hear are amazing. He goes, oh, I don't give a crap about that. I'm like, <laughs> how is that? Because as an actor or a performance artist, I think those stories would be amazing. He said he can move a person easier through, through a fear or a trauma using past life regression than he can with Freudian oh, or yeah, Jungian theory. And, and so he said, I'm looking for results. And this works and yeah. it works really well for us. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just think that's phenomenal because it's not because what I came away with, it's not about the story. It's the work. Oh, it's all. Yeah. Well, 
And Paul, if you can cure me from my fear of possums, <laughs> that would make things great. That's just I called move out possums. of Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's getting one. Let's get it's a pet so possum in the backyard. Yeah. We had one I named Jesus because after three days he was gone. I thought he was dead. So <laughs> there it is. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Or if we could get the skunk that resides in our neighborhood out as well. Um I know. He's there. Well, you gotta have Charles go out and urinate all around the backyard. <laughs> oh, I'd pay to see that. Oh, come on, everybody. We're keeping the marriage alive almost 19 years. Okay, so we're going to do something fun, if you're okay, Paul, for us to do that. Would you? I know this is a podcast, so our, our listeners are going to have to use their imagination. I know okay. they Paul has his tarot cards. So, Paul, do you want to... Um, now, when you do this, we're going to do a mini session. So if you guys want to schedule Paul for a reading... Um, you know, Paul, how can they get you? How can they, they, they book? Well, you can you? find out out all about me at pauljasic.com. My full name, no space. J-A-C-E-K. Correct. And uh, drop me a direct message because we are working on the calendar. What I suggest, especially if we haven't worked together first, um, I'm so fortunate that I have uh, a nice clutch of regular clients. One guy said, no, I write you off on my taxes as my therapist. He said, I've learned more with you than regular therapy, which what a compliment. Anyway, uh, the first out, first time we meet, an hour is really good to set a foundation. And then like many of my reoccurring clients, then they check in with me for a half hour once a month. So uh, I do offer 15 minutes and that does answer that question that no, he's not coming back. <laughs> so, so do you ask any questions when somebody gets in your room or do you just pull a card right away? I will check, especially with uh, a new client. I, I will ask them, why are you here? Okay. So do you want to ask me a question and then pull a card or because we know each other so well, you just want to pull a card? I'm going to just pull a card for you. Okay. Oh, look, it is. Give Paul everything. Oh. It is. Oh, no, I'm I kidding. love, that's my favorite card. You like yeah. that? Yeah, just give Paul everything. Hold on. What I'm going to do, Mayor, is I'm going to shuffle and I want you to say stop and I will then stop on that card and pull it for you because okay. we do know each other so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is like being in Vegas. Okay. And stop. Oh, it's interesting. And it's a pretty card. Mary, it's the lover's card. It is a beautiful female and a very handsome male. They're standing under a tree. He's uh, holding his left hand out where the sun is in his hand. She's holding her right hand out where the moon is. This is about coming into balance. This is the, the, the balance of the masculine and feminine energy, the, the hunter warrior gatherer aspect, and also the intuitive, uh, healing aspect. Uh, it also can be about a decision. You know, the lover's card also can be about a decision. Sometimes it's sort of a darned if you do, darned if you don't decision that needs to be made. So this is uh, acknowledging from the other side that this decision is imminent, but use both aspects of personality, the masculine and the feminine, in order to come to that choice. So it's not about Jason Momoa coming to clean my pool? No? Uh, well, yeah, I want I want him to get a side job since he's going to marry me. 
<laughs> okay. We but- kept our relationship secret, but he really wants me. He likes to think of, you know, he and Santa in nurse's shoes. I don't want to go any further. So, but here's a quick question. So, and this is something that you, you might know or not know about me. So my husband and I are working on the intimate aspects of our relationship. Could that card be something that goes towards my husband and I, or is it completely separate? It No, it can. Absolutely. With the lover's card, it is that bout because each physical relationship is a blend of those. So where women certainly have been talking now, well, when my mother went into menopause, nobody talked about it. It was just, it was, right, was yeah. all of that issue that it was a private issue. Not even within their family. No, no, not with their daughters either. Yeah, like we feel the same way. Like this was a big surprise. Exactly. So within men, men are afraid to talk about it with each other. So they immediately start using chemical and medical help because men, uh, they derive their identity from Mr. Happy. Mm -hmm. Right. And when that changes, they feel when it becomes Mr. Sappy, yeah. Mr. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. And, and within that, then they get angry. Then they begin acting out sometimes within their relationship. Then they blame their partner. When what I love about what we're talking about is the natural arc of living, of course, there's going to be a change. So how can we in an adult aspect deal with these changes and not wish we were somewhere else? Because dealing with change, like we said earlier, takes takes effort. Like you, you need to understand what's going on, and and just to be ignorant that things are not going to change is going to end up sneaking up on you and making you unhappy or not living your fullest life. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's it's the sort of we're all going through aging, and I think you know, it's how can you be there for each other because. Mm-hmm you know um and that matters yeah. it yeah. does matter and, yeah like to just show appreciation for each other it goes a long way i really feel and but on the same hand show appreciation for yourself you know give yourself credit give yourself that gift of awareness and and work on it why not why get stuck somewhere who likes that yeah well no and i yeah um and so so this is great. I'm glad I got to, this is interesting because it is something I'm going through in my life right now. So the cards, so cool. the cards don't lie. So, so Sue, do you want him to pull a card for you? Yeah. Well, what I like to do, well, I have my own deck here, okay. but I, I love for Paul to interpret, interpret it for him. What I think is interesting, Sue, let's do this. You pull a card and I'll pull a card. Oh my God, look here. All right. Let's see. So what did you get? I got the six of pentacles. The six of pentacles, what a beautiful card. The six of pentacles is the card of aid offered and received. So, especially with with what you have described, you are a helper bee, do you know? You are there for everybody else. You're great support. Um, I often think about people who are so willing to take somebody to the airport, that's, my my gauge of a real friend. So you are certainly available for all that. This card sometimes can remind you that you also need to ask for help, that when you need support, it is because mm-hmm. the law of reciprocity has to be whatever you put or the law of attraction, what you put out comes back. So if you're continually offering and giving and offering and giving, it doesn't, it doesn't balance. So if you're needing support, if you're needing a little bit of help, don't be afraid to ask for it because it will bring things back into balance for you. 
which I picked the card of the moon. The moon is part of the major arcana and it is the intuitive, the uh, feminine aspect of personality. But it also, when we see water in my uh, card, it has a beautiful pool and there is a dog and a wolf baying at the moon and it is a dark night. This is not the dark night of the soul. This is that sort of gray area when you almost can't make a decision. They're reminding you to check in how you feel because uh, the moon is about emotions. It, it is, it's astrological um, component is Cancer. Cancer's planet is the moon. And so with the two animals baying at the moon, it's also reminding you that you may be reacting before you're responding. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. That's nice to have those two cards. It is, it really is. Awesome. Um, cool. And that's the thing I love about tarot is that it, it can be like general terms, but when you apply it to where you are right now, it makes so much sense. It's just a really good reminders. And like, okay, okay, this feels so good. This is exactly what I need to do. Thank you. Oh, my God. well, and, you know, the resurgence in tarot is so interesting to me. They last year, they brought up day before or year before last, they brought up the David Bowie deck. Oh. All his artwork and his quotes. Oh, funky, funky, funky. Yeah, it's a, a little expensive, but it's gorgeous. So we're seeing uh, people are are hungry for the sacred. They're trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. That's why it goes along with, can you be emotionally and spiritually and physically fit as you age? Absolutely. Go ahead and choose it. Well, and I think as you get older, it's you can move away from the traditional thoughts of spirituality and all that stuff and, and move into something that suits you. You know, like I, you know, I have a basis of spirituality, um, but looking at these tarot cards and and talking about kind of the universe and kind of the woo-woo stuff, which remember we started this with me talking about I am a cynic in a way, like has made me much more present and available to kind of the thoughts of the universe because we're not in this alone. And, you know, that's a reason why Sue and I started this group because, you know, we were feeling so alone in the menopause stuff. And I feel like, more going into my, as Paul says, my 50th year, or am I in my 50th year right now? Yeah, you're about to go into your 51st. Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, you know, I feel like I have a control over my, my mind, my body, my spirituality. And, you know, and if it takes a bunch of cards to do it, I don't, you know, do you, do you get cynics across the table from you that feel like it's this evil thing, Paul, or are people coming to you because they know the power of tarot and know, know it? I have um, great compassion for cynics because they're frightened. Yeah, that's true. But here again, you've come into either a store or been sent to me. And especially if they're really bristly, I do have limited interest uh, when you start challenging me or, or being just when they've lost their manners, then you must leave. But within that, people will go, well, how do I know this is true? Well, here's mm -hmm. what I know. Minds are joined, bodies are not or I wouldn't have gotten this far. I have every good evidence in my outside life that I should have been dead a long time ago. Why I'm not is I was faced with that idea of I either need to be, begin to believe in a power greater or this story is about over. Um, and what I found, especially working with the witches that I work with, uh, there are five exit points in everyone's life. So, you know, if you've had enough, you may be close to an exit point. 
here at University Earth, you know, it's kind of like a train station. You know, some people are leaving at 1115 and some at 145, but we're all going. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm, I'm fascinated with people and their fear is real. I don't discount their fear, but my job at, at the risk of being really half a Luton, my job is to hold the light. I had a woman who plopped down in front of me and she goes, well, I want to know about love because I'm tired of not having any love. And I went, oh my goodness, that must be awful. Mm. She goes, am I going to find somebody who loves me? I said, as opposed to your husband. <laughs> and she, she did the same thing. She goes, well, I don't want to talk about that. I said, well, that's what it is. Yeah. Because, you know, the universe does not cut side deals. Right. So, you, you know, you can't chase two rabbits and catch either one and nothing happens without commitment. So within the question of can I find love, this is a psychotherapeutic issue for you. But let's see how, because every day is a new adventure. And show, would mm -hmm. you like to re-inspire the reason that you chose this man? Or would you like to end it? Because that's available. She goes, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to leave my marriage. Okay. Well, I think we're done. <laughs> so, so before we, we end today, Paul, is there something uh, you want to leave our audience with spirituality, like a little go-to mantra you have about it? Is there anything? Well, I, because I'm so fascinated with this idea of where we are in our lives, this midpoint, you know, Mankind has been barreling along and aging for centuries, but especially with the feminine aspect, you know, there's, there is an arc, there is the young maiden, there's the queen, and there is the crone. And people flinch with the crone, but she's the wise woman. She is the woman who has all of the information and she is the guide for the rest of the, the tribe or the, the group of people. And so as we move into this energy, for men, it is the same thing. But because men are so caught up in their self-indulgent, like Mr. Wonderful doesn't work, so I have no value. Um, women have had to step over men's bodies to keep creating for the civilization. So about around spirituality is every moment, they call it the holy instant. Every moment you have a new opportunity to move your life in the exact direction you want. Do not let a number influence the idea. I'm learning how to surf this summer. Love it. Thank you so much for that, Paul. That is so wise. And we are all very, very wise. Yes. You're, yes. And so if you want to uh, talk to Paul, book some time with him, www.pauljacek.com. Uh, he's also on the Facebook and the Instagram, same name, Paul Jacek. Uh, and uh, Paul, is there anything coming up that you have coming up in the next month that you want to uh, I have to say one of the great good fortunes of my life is I am the artist in residence for the biz studio for uh, Miss Mary Kennedy. So Sue, do you feel spiritually aligned? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm always <laughs> like, that line is like a little blurry, but I'm always trying to find that balance and walk that tightrope and just, yeah, dig down deep because I feel like I squish it down a lot. So I'm now trying through lots of meditation, actually is uh, really helpful. Yeah. Well, everyone, you've been listening to uh, Menopod. I'm Mary Kennedy. And I'm Sue Marlena.